everything regarding startups is so relevant in other contexts also. Uh, in governance, government can't be a, a startup for various reasons, but government can act using some startup methodologies and mindsets. Uh, we at e-residency, for example, like the theories of digital disruption, uh, crossing the chasm, lean startup, uh, uh, all of these technologies, including uh, user design thinking, for example, to consider a uh, user journey, really help us to kind of understand to whom we are building services, how to build those services and how to be relevant. And, uh, and uh, it has been very helpful to use those stories also at e-residency. Yeah. So e-residency e can be considered as some kind of startup project of, of government? I, I, it's, it's very difficult for me to say yes, because uh, then uh, everyone will say that uh, you can't build startup as a government because they, if you fail, then government fails. So I would say that uh, e-residency can be considered as an entity inside the government who, who uses many startup methodologies. Uh, for example, because e-residents will face many ministries throughout their journey, uh, from police to who does the background check, to Minister of Foreign Affairs, to uh, pick up the cars, to Minister of Justice when you establish a company, to Minister of Finance when you establish a bank account, to other ministers also. So you need to visit so many different ministers' websites or officials and then, for example, here we have the theories of uh, user design thinking uh, uh, where you can bring different ministries together to kind of uh, uh, build and design this one user journey for them. So we are using those theories uh, and implement them inside government uh, and this really helps. Well, Estonia is quite a young state, so if you compare it to other states, then it in a way, it can be said that Estonia is a startup state. So it's a it's you know, it's yeah. a it's a good way to promote the country internationally, in the sense that we are not afraid to try out new things. Mm -hmm. First of all, we are not afraid to say that yes, it didn't work what we tried. These are lessons learned. This is what you shouldn't do. But now we are in better state than we were before anyway. Uh, and and I think this mindset is cool, startupy, and and must have in that sense in today's society because more and more people are unhappy with their nations because they are stuck with their old world while the new world of technology and private sector evolves so rapidly and governments need to be brave to do those brave decisions uh, and and willing to accept some risks also there on, on the journey so indefinitely Estonia is seen here as a poster child in that sense that uh, that uh, at least the nation state is willing to do the relevant steps. I will get back to e-residency mm -hmm. uh, uh, mm -hmm. soon, but uh, can you name some uh, startup thinking successes from Estonia besides e-residency, uh, mm -hmm. uh, just to get the like the perspective? Mm -hmm. of, uh, mm -hmm. the uh, good, good thing. Uh, good thing. Uh, what I would say, well. On the early stage, there is uh, work in Estonia, uh, but now they just got funding to actually uh, consider the whole user journey also of the person who wants to physically come to Estonia. This is now the government? The it's a go government oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, thing. Uh, and then um, we don't have too many of them. <laughs> so, so that's why... Uh, that's why uh, and it's obvious that we don't have too many of them because see how much like kind of uh, negative uh, media attention e-residency gets mm. because it 
gets all those first kind of uh, uh, hurdles and everyone speaks about those negative aspects. Like if we have 35,000 e-residents and if like five of them does something bad, out of Estonians maybe there would be 200 of them. Mm -hmm. But uh, 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 then uh, those bad instances are are visible, public is seen, and then uh, uh, this demotivates anyone to act like that. And that's why usually governments, what civil servants do, they do years and years of analysis, different documents, different vision papers, strategies. None of them will be usually implemented. None of them are synced to each other uh, because so many uncertainties are in the world. And, uh, and when you just use your normal methodology, how you develop your country through those paperwork, then they never will be implemented. And what we tried to do is we first went to market, uh, gained some traction uh, before even law was changed, got uh, users, asked them what they want, learned how to do, build the product and start to change the laws, etc. and uh, build the services together with the e-residents. And, uh, and, uh, and this was our way of doing it. If we would have started analysis, who is e-resident, what's the benefit to Estonia, what laws to change, everything, and then start to implement that, then I would argue that no one would have implemented it because, uh, because we wouldn't have known who is our customer and what are the benefits. You learn only by doing, and sometimes you just need to do uh, and uh, get those first negative kind of uh, instances uh, and learn through them. And that's why it's very challenging to conclude <laughs> my long answer to, to find other use cases from other kind of ministries uh, which would have this cross-functional cross kind of uh, startup mindset uh, initiatives. Mm. I would con consider also uh, e-voting as uh, some kind of startup project. Mm. And well, why, why I do it is actually that uh, is related to the, the next question I wanted to ask about scalability. Mm. E-voting is used in Estonia, not mm. really abroad. Mm. Uh, E-residency is directed to mm -hmm. foreigners who mm -hmm. want to be part of Estonia digitally. Yeah. So how scalable e-residency mm. is? Mm -hmm. like, it's a very good question and, uh, and, uh, and we are always trying to make it more scalable. For example, first you had to trial four times Estonia to put together the business package of establishing company, then two times, then we changed the banking law that you never have to come. Even though none of the banks have implemented that, still FinTech enables to open online banking accounts also, so you never have to visit Estonia. We have now embassies where you can pick up the cards. We are opening uh, private sector embassies uh, where you can pick up the cards. So it's becoming more scalable in that sense, but the legislation needs to adapt also. For example, just yesterday there was news how you can now establish an Estonian company without Estonian bank account. You can get the share capital payment on using Pintech service. All of this legislation needs to become also borderless global uh, and all the service internal in process. So it's a long journey to transform one nation from Estonian mindset to kind of a global platform uh, because uh, everything needs to be changed. Uh, uh, but at the same time, we don't need to hurry so much that it would scale rapidly every year. In the hockey huge stick. hockey sticks. Although it does today, this year we have more e-residents than all the previous years together, most probably. But it shouldn't be the purpose because, uh, because uh, it can really hurt if the growth is too high. So steady growth at the beginning uh, while changing all the laws and processes is, would be also all right. Mm.